I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. then thank you for that and welcome back to sports byline usa where'd you go i say where'd you go let's talk some sports this is why we're all here yeah this is a live show we're just hitting 907 here in downtown san francisco california as mayor willie brown used to say son francisco he thought it was spelled with u's actually i don't think he thought that he's not dumb he just pronounced it that way welcome to son francisco that's what the Giants are saying to the uh, Dodgers, and <clears throat> this is going to be a pretty epic elimination game five tonight in the AL in the NLDS, I should say, because we have never had <laughs> two teams who are about to throw away 109 games. And I shouldn't say throw away. Yeah, they made the playoffs, and the Dodgers got through the wild card, and they've each won a couple of games here. But the fact of the matter is, one of those teams is going home. And uh, it's going to seem like an unmitigated, profligate waste of 109 wins one way or the other. Uh, also, we got to talk hockey, basketball. Hockey's underway, if you didn't know that. We also have to talk to you about Major League Baseball in the other series as well, as uh, we... Excuse me, I got the hiccups here. See, I told you it was live radio. Uh, no other games tonight. Uh, but uh, still, we <laughs> we need to talk about everything else that's going on. Uh, NFL, the Raiders, about to play a game with an interim head coach. Whatever you want to get to, we'll do that. We also have Michael Rappaport, the comedian. He'll be on in the third hour again. We have actress Eleanor Lambert coming in on the other side, the daughter of Christophe Lambert and Diane Lane. She has a new movie. We have Forrest Galante from the Discovery Channel and Animal Planet, and we'll have singer Elizabeth Lammers uh, as well. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. Big shout-out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network. Come on back. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. 
so why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Angie's list is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but uh, coast-to-coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to uh, start off the show with actress Eleanor Lambert. She has a brand-new movie called Time Now, and uh, it is coming to theaters and available on demand on October 26th, and this is from Dark Star Pictures. 
Eleanor, welcome to the program. With a title like that, it, this movie can go anywhere. But I like the subtitle of Half a Truth is Often a Great Lie. Something psychological is going on here, isn't it? Oh, yes, indeed. Very much so. And thank you so much, Rick, for having me on. It's so nice to, to, to be on with you. So, um, and, you know, normally I don't, uh, you know, you're, you're here on your own merit, obviously, but your parents, Christophe Lambert and, and Diane Lane, I'm, I'm such a huge, huge fan of theirs because I'm about the oh, same. thank you. Yeah, I'm about the same age, and your mom and a little romance, because your mom and I are exactly the same age, so I've had a crush on her ever since a little romance, which was like 1979, right? Yes, exactly. She was 14 when she did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then uh, your dad, I think most people think of, you know, there can be only one. But mm. but for me, my favorite movie of his, which I saw three times when it came out, I want to say in 85, was Subway. I mean, that Subway, was... Subway, of course. Oh, yeah. Jean Reno, and he's the safe... He's, uh, what's her name? The, um, the, the beautiful model that was in that... Um, ah, I'm forgetting her name. Anyway. Yes. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, my my question I'm trying to get here is: um, yeah. growing up in Hollywood with two famous parents, um, did you have a normal childhood, uh, or did people always talk to you like I just did and bring it up? <laughs> what, what was that like? You're funny. Um, you know, my mom did a phenomenal job of keeping my life about as normal as it can get. Um, I mean, you know, growing up in L.A., there's a lot of that going on, a lot of Hollywood all the time, kind of. But, you know, my mom made sure that I was um, of an age where I could make that decision for myself if I wanted to engage in that aspect of her world. I was not thrown into the spotlight at all. Um, so in that sense, I was very much, yeah, just a normal kid. Like, I mean, I felt very normal to me. I was not... Um, no, I, I was never really in the spotlight at all, actually. I, yeah, and then I don't you, know if that answers your question. No, you did, and then you'd get guys like my dad who would say, you know, your grandfather, Alan, was one of my favorites. You got that, too? Uh, I'm sorry? Your your uh, grandfather, Alan? Bert. Bert. Oh, my Bert Lane. Bert Lane. All right. I'm Bert all... Bert Lane. Yeah, he was, a, <laughs> he was an acting teacher with John Cassavetes. That's it. Um, yeah, it goes way back, I guess. Just in the blood. So you go. I, mean, I didn't have any say in this, really. It's just sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. My genes took over. <laughs> All right. Normally, I take great pride in not bringing this stuff up. All right. So let's let's talk about you. You you go to uh, to NYU, and I think about all the greats that have come through there, and the, the film school with Scorsese and and, and others, and uh, you know, being in Greenwich Village. Uh, well, well, that must have been an amazing experience. Oh my gosh! I mean, you know. Yeah, I, went, I actually went to uh, Gallatin at NYU, which was the individualized study program. I actually didn't study film or acting until much, much later. Um, but I will say NYU kept me sane in New York City because I had a very jaded sort of attitude. I spent, I spent some summers here. I spent lots of time here. My godmother lives here, and my mom grew up here. But, you know, I was like, I could do this. I love New York, and then I moved here at 17, and I was, um, I found out very quickly that living somewhere is very different from visiting somewhere, um, obviously, but, you know, I was young and naive, and, yeah, as I said, a bit jaded, and so it was so crucial to me to have that grounding force of school, 
it really did keep me sane in a city that is constantly at 11. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I loved I loved every, I mean, almost every second of NYU. Obviously, there are moments at school where you're just pulling your hair out, but that's part of the deal. <laughs> So did you, um, when did you say, okay, look, I'm going to be an actress, or did you think I want to write, I want to produce, I want to sing, dance, play? What, 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 was it? <laughs> what, what was the decision for you? Um, well, I, I started as a writer. I was writing throughout um, my time at NYU, of, um, mostly music writing, which was so much fun. Uh, but I, I really got into acting when I met my partner, he is an actor as well, and this was about almost four years ago, and, and he would get his sides and scripts sent to him from his agent, and he would just disappear into, like, another world. And I was just like, where are you going? What is happening? Because I had just sort of related to acting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen wonderful films growing up, but, you know, my dad and I would go to the movies to see, like, Transformers and Crank 2 and, like, you know, all the, like, blockbuster, ridiculous, just good time movies. So I had a sort of funny relationship to acting where it was either, you know, my parents' job or, you know, just unadulterated, silly entertainment time. And it wasn't until I met my boyfriend that I, I could see something happening in him and he would just get so enthralled in whatever was sent his way and so I, that's initially what piqued my curiosity and he really transformed my understanding of acting as an art form and as an exploration of the human experience because just to go off on a, even more of a little tangent I'm I'm super fascinated by the psychology of humans and the reasons why we do things and I am really interested in sort of the neuroscience side of that and I mean, I never studied any of it, but I'm, I'm quite obsessed by it all. And mm -hmm. so the acting is sort of, you know, the outside-in approach to that, as opposed to, you know, understanding the inner workings and then how it manifests. You look at the manifestation and you get to sort of explore the inner workings of somebody. So, yeah. No, that's, 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 sort of that's very, well, very well said. Yeah, no, I get it. Thank you. Um, before we let you go, let's let's uh, get the the plot here in time now. The movie, yeah, yes, you're the main protagonist, Jenny, and you're going through a family tragedy, and you're on the gritty streets of Detroit, mm. and uh, it all kind of starts there, doesn't it? Exactly, Jenny. What I really loved about Jenny is Jenny is so human. Jenny is so throughout the script, throughout the story. Jenny is this emblem of how trauma and especially un, uh, unaddressed trauma can bring us out of adjustment to our circumstances and to our surroundings and the situations we find ourselves in or the situations we deliberately put ourselves in. And Jenny just, I, I found her so interesting because of how humanly out of adjustment she could be. If you, if, when you guys, when whoever out there gets to see the movie, I think, you know, will sort of be struck by Jenny's just, she's got a strange way of, of relating to the world and things sort of come out sideways a lot of the time. And in a lot of ways, she's very stunted because, sorry, my, I don't know if you can hear that, but my cat is just howling <laughs> outside the door. Um, 
But she's, she's, oh God, I lost my train of thought. This is what happens living with a cat. You just, you can't really ever complete anything. Um, so but Jenny, anyway, I don't see that Jenny, she's sort of scented yeah. in a certain way because the, the initial trauma of the family happens when she's about 16 or 17 and she gets out and kind of buries it all and then has to come back home and wow, a lot resurfaces because she hasn't addressed some of the pain that she's been experiencing. Well, I want to recommend everybody check out this movie. As I mentioned, October 26th is when it's going to be available on demand and uh, also in theaters. It's called Time Now. It's from Dark Star Picture, uh, Pictures, starring uh, our guest, Elizabeth Lambert. Elizabeth, uh, thank you. Oh, for- Eleanor, Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor, oh, dang. I was just going to say, sorry for getting it wrong. Now I got it wrong twice. Oh, my God, please, Rick. It's so fun. You have to talk to, like, a million people a day. Can I, can I say this? I have two yeah. cats. Can I use that as an excuse? A hundred percent. That means you can't you can't complete a thought, much less any action. All right. Well, listen. You, I, I suck. You, you were great. You were great. I sucked. But everybody, check out time. Oh, stop time, it. Time. No, don't talk about my friend Rick like that. All right. Time now, October twenty sixth. And everybody, you just heard the last interview I'll ever do. Thanks, Eleanor. I appreciate oh, stop it. Stop it. Thank you. All right. I, I'm I'm Rick Tittle, and I need a coffee. home that you don't want anymore we can buy it from you within 24 hours any home size or condition for over 20 years we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home are you moving did you lose your job going through a divorce whatever the reason if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast we'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, that's 800-306-1760. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 
800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Coming up in the next segment, we'll have Forrest Galante from Animal Planet and Discovery Plus. And, um, you know, I, I've interviewed so many damn people over the years and uh, of, of all sports and all forms of entertainment. <clears throat> and I take great pride in the fact that they usually say, hey, that was really good. That guy asked me interesting questions. He was really listening. He, you know, whatever. He was funny or he was intriguing, whatever. It's just an interview. They've done a million of them. I've done a million of them. But um, getting the person's name wrong. <laughs> now, I have Elizabeth Lammers on the show today, and I have her name written right underneath Eleanor Lambert. So when I looked at Eleanor Lambert, I saw Elizabeth Lammers, and that's why Elizabeth came out, which is no excuse, but at least it didn't come out of my behind Uh, But still, and then I got her grandfather wrong. So could she have been more sweet? I don't think she could have been more sweet. So thank you for putting up with me there. Eleanor Lambert. First of all, I broke my cardinal's rule, which was don't ask people about their relatives. And I I went right in on that. All right. It's over. She was cool. She probably thinks that guy sucked. And I did. It's all good. Let's move on. Uh, Unfortunately... We move on to something pretty sad, and that is that uh, Ray Fossey passed away yesterday. And 74 years old, he had been battling cancer for 16 years. And we didn't know that until August when he stepped out of the booth and he said that, um, you know, he needed to concentrate on fighting it. And I think a lot of us, because it was pretty shocking, kind of thought it would it was going to be kind of like what, Dwayne Kuyper did, you know, he was going to step away and he was going to get things straight and get the chemo or medicine, whatever it was, and then come back in the booth. But no, he stepped away because it must've been pretty bad. And the, uh, you know, the, the platitudes and the tributes and memorials are coming in. Um, for me, uh, he wasn't just the broadcaster for me. He was one of the guys on my first ever favorite baseball team. You know, the A's won the World Series 
And then the next year they brought in Ray Fossey, who was an all-star with the Indians. And we know that you know everybody's going to talk about Pete Rose, who not only separated his shoulder, he broke his shoulder, broken and separated. It never, it was never the same again. But Ray Fossey was one of those guys. You know, the the A's had three catchers when I was a kid that I liked, and it was uh, Gene Tennis, Gino Raymond Tenace, Gene Tennis, Dave Duncan, and Ray Fossey. And those names live in lore. It's like little kids now will think of Tim Lincecum, Buster Posey, Madison Bumgarner, Brandon Crawford. You know, it's just these names, just they all just go together. And uh, But then for the younger crowd and really not that much younger than me, you know Ray from his time as a broadcaster, which began during the Bash Brothers years. That's how long he's been in the booth. And he's done, he did TV for a long time with my old colleague Glenn Kuyper uh, for over a decade, almost two decades. You think about um, the times when there was a game with no TV, meaning it was either not on TV, it's the A's, or it was on a national broadcast. And Ray would squeeze in and sit in between uh, Ray Fossey and Bill King. And uh, I'm sorry, in between um, Ken Korak and Bill King. And then he would squeeze in between. Well, actually, he would squeeze in between Lon Simmons and Bill King if we're going way back. And then he would squeeze in between Vince Catronio and Ken Korak. And I'd always on those days, if I was in the press box, I'd look down and I'd be like, you know, Ray's a big guy. It's kind of a tight squeeze. He was a fantastic linebacker. At Marion High School in Illinois, he said uh, Woody Hayes told him that he should have gone to Ohio State and played linebacker. But, you know, he was in the first ever Major League Baseball draft, which was 1965, year I was born. And he was a first-round pick. He was the first ever draft pick of the Cleveland Indians. And what I forget sometimes, I know that he caught Dennis Eckersley's uh, no-hitter at the mistake by the lake. And back then, the Indians didn't have a lot of highlights, like one Dwayne Kuyper home run and that. And I forgot that he went back to the Indians. I always assumed that was before, but then I think about, wait, you know, Eckersley's not that old. So that's when he had gone back. But um, for a lot of people, he's just the voice of the A's. Now, he, a lot of people say that he was a bit of a homer. Uh, this is what I'll say about Ray. Did he like the A's? Yeah. Did, you know, the people have been playing that, ah, when Coco Crisp, when I was at that game, hit the ball that went to Avasail Garcia in right field, the rookie right fielder with the Tigers, and it went under his glove, and uh, Coco Crisp hit it, and here comes <clears throat> the winning run, and the A's forced another game. They lived to fight another day and then lost to Verlander, which they did two years in a row in game fives. Yeah, he loved the A's. <clears throat> he really did. He loved his catchers. And, you know, I, a lot of times I would see him hanging out. When I used to hang out in the clubhouse, like 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. I was in that clubhouse all the time. And Ray would always be down there. And he'd be swinging a bat and he'd be talking to guys. And, you know, sometimes they'd be talking to him. Sometimes they'd half ignore him, you know, because he was just kind of part of the furniture. It was just Ray. Ray was always there. When you shook Ray's hand, all his fingers were mangled. You know, his paws were about, you know, I don't have little hands like Trump, but his paws were enormous, huge hands, and his fingers were all mangled from getting broken, putting on the tools of ignorance all those years, as catchers call it. But <clears throat> whenever someone made a mistake on the A's, Ray would point it out, and he wouldn't point it out sharply, but he would point it out. 
And I think there's a difference between those raw, raw Midwest kind of announcers, you know, that just will never say anything wrong. Ray will point it out. And one of the other cool things is that being part of the Ace broadcast setup for about a decade as I was, I got to know Ray on a personal level. And he was always very friendly. And every once in a while, I'd, I'd be on the field and I'd be like, hey, Ray, can you give me, I don't know, five minutes? And I thought, you know, there's this resource standing right here. I hardly ever used him. And so I put a picture on my Twitter, at Rick Tittle, and on my uh, fan page, Tittling Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. Uh, Luis Alberto, um, uh, what's his last name, Torres, he took a picture. He would take a picture sometimes of me interviewing people, which I appreciate, like with Eric Hosmer, Robin Ventura, um, over the years, uh, Dustin Pedroia, just, he would, he would see me interviewing somebody and he would take a picture. And, and one time he just took a quick snap. We were down, uh, in the well where like the, usually the visiting manager stands and I was just doing a quick interview with Ray. I don't know. It was probably about eight or nine years ago. And, um, uh, thing is when, when you talk to Ray off air, he would be a little bit more critical, you know, of the A's. He would say, I can't believe we did this. I can't believe they did that. You know, that guy really needs to pick it up or, you know, um, I can't believe that guy wasn't traded. And it wasn't harsh, you know, like I do it. (laughs) And I don't feel I'm that harsh. But um, it was just more of a kind of a little mumble. Like, yeah, that was a horrible error. That one really cost us. So it wasn't something like he was throwing people under the bus when they, you know, he wasn't talking behind their back is what I'm trying to say. He just was a little bit more critical. Um, But... um, you know, I used to, honestly, when he was with uh, Lon Simmons and Bill King and he would pipe up and I would sort of say, you know, can you let the, the pros do it? You know, I, I don't want to say he was unwelcome at first, but it was almost like, you know, what are they doing a favor to a, a former player? Because, and and I'll tell you this right now, anyone in between Lon and Bill is not going to sound good. Both of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Okay, they're both in the Hall of Fame. But over the years, Ray got a lot better. He was never a play-by-play guy. They actually tried him a couple times. That's a whole different discipline. But he became part and parcel of the A's. And that voice, and no offense to Dallas Braden or anybody else they've had in there, but everybody just got so used to that voice. And uh, it was just Foss, you know. He was just always there. And he'd talk about Chef Rodney, and he would <laughs> talk about, you know, why didn't I get an eclair? Uh, you know, you have to talk about those things in baseball, especially when your team stinks and is down 14 to one in the third inning, you know, you have to start spinning yarns like that. So I think we were all caught a little bit off by surprise. We knew he had cancer. We knew he was in his seventies, but you know, Ray is strong as an ox last time I saw him. And I guess, like I said, I just kind of thought it would be like hype that he would get some medicine and come back or whatever it was. And so, uh, it's really sad. And, um, you know, it just, I know it's completely unconnected, but I bet you I'm not the only person who thinks it kind of feels like yet another step towards Vegas. You know, just another piece of Oakland that's gone now um, in uh, Ray Fossey. But condolences to uh, his wife, Carol, his daughters, Nikki and Lindsay, and, and everybody else who's a fan. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with, Eliz- with uh, Forrest Galante. Let's see if I can get his name right. I'm 
As you guys know, Mark's gone. The float artist at Fred's Floral just took off, days before the parade. They need a replacement before business passes them by. Oh, and who am I going to get to finish the float? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
I think a lot of weird things. All right. Hey, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, we uh, always have a great relationship with the uh, people over at uh, Animal Planet and the Discovery Channel. And with that in mind, we welcome to the show Forrest Galante. And uh, that's because he's here to talk about his new show, Mysterious Creatures with Forrest Galante. And it's going to begin on Animal Planet on Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. And then it will also start streaming on Discovery+. Plus. Forrest, welcome to the show. When you throw your name into the title, this is really your baby, isn't it? Rick, it's a mouthful. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's a long title. Um, and I I actually believe it or not, I didn't want to have my name in the title because I just thought it sounded like too much. But you know, the network likes it. I like it. And let's be honest, the show's freaking rad. So why not? You know? Yeah, it was, you were very close to calling it freaking rad with Forrest Galante, right? That's right. That was almost the name of the show. <laughs> so for some reason, that didn't pass the, uh, the testing. <laughs> Bible Belt didn't like that one. Um, <laughs> l- let's talk about what you do, because not only you are a, a biologist, but you like tracking wildlife. You like looking at animals who maybe we, we had and we don't have anymore. I mean, we always hear these things, and they're almost like catchphrases, like, every day 100 animals go extinct. We're like, what? No, they don't. But the numbers are alarming, aren't they? Uh, extremely, yeah. It's uh, between all species, plants and animals. It's up to an estimated fifty thousand species are going extinct per year. Which, when you add that up, I mean that is that is an astounding rate, you know. And this is a we're in a mass extinction event currently that is sped up by a thousand times. It's the sixth great mass extinction event that the planet has ever faced, and um, you know we're living it. What about Homo sapiens? Are we on that list? Well, we're the ones causing that, so <laughs> we're on that list in a sense. But no, we're doing the opposite. You know, our population is exploding. That's why there's so many people across the planet, 8 billion people. Tell us a little bit about some of them, because I was just looking at some of these creatures, and the one that I, I want to meet but I kind of don't want to meet is the Dracula monkey. Yeah, so I used to do a show on Animal Planet called Extinct or Alive. It was super, super great show, very successful, had a ton of fun with it. And the premise of that show was traveling around the world to look for evidence that certain species of animals that were presumed extinct could still be out there. Because at the end of the day, it's a big world. There's a lot of places to hide. And, um, you know, you never, you never know. And the problem is once something is presumed extinct, or rather once something is declared extinct, all funding, all search efforts, all anything for that creature disappear. So the Dracula monkey was one of the creatures that I had identified as having a likely probability of still being extinct. And, you know, through collaborations with universities and a great group in Borneo, we set out on a fantastic expedition and were successful in capturing video footage of the Miller's Grizzled Langer, affectionately named the Dracula Monkey, for that big collar of white fluff that it has around its neck. So, yeah, an incredible journey for sure. When you saw the monkey, he went, I want to drink your blood, right? That's it. Yeah, no, I, that's, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the other thing. Uh, you know, I... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think most people would freak out if they had a blood-sucking monkey. I would be jumping up and down with excitement if that thing was latched onto my neck. That's awesome. Well, that's the thing people have to understand about you. You, you know, there are, most of us grow up in some city, and we're looking at books, or we're watching TV, and we think, oh, wouldn't that be exotic? But the, that exoticness was, was in your blood from when you were very young, from when you grew up, right? 
Yeah, well, I grew up in the southern African country of Zimbabwe, you know, son of safari business owners. And so I spent my entire life in the bush. Uh, when I was when I was a kid, I was if I wasn't in school, I was either on the farm or in the bush barefoot running around being nuts. So, yeah, it's uh, been ingrained in me my whole life. What would be, in the former Rhodesia, the most perilous uh, episode you had as a kid running around? Oh, man. That's a pretty lengthy list. Um, but, you know, we had some very close calls with um, with Hippo a couple different times. I did some very stupid stuff with crocodiles as a kid. Uh, I had an elephant. We got surrounded by elephants once on a bushwalk, which is a very bad situation to be in, uh, where we were in the long grass in the center of a herd. So, you know, there, <laughs> it's a pretty lengthy list, I'm not going to lie. I don't know which one is the worst of all of them. Do you think... Growing up in a place like that, you just have a better appreciation for just the way the world works. Because, you know, in, in the United States, you know, we, we, we look at the Native Americans who had a real, you know, soulful, spiritual look at the animals and their purpose. And then for most of us in the Western world, we're like, eat the ones we can eat and then shoot the dangerous ones. So, you know, we, we, have, we have no connection. So you, you probably had that growing up, didn't you? Well, I was certainly very connected to nature, but I don't think that that is due to my upbringing more than anybody else. I think anybody, or, or rather my geographical location, I think anybody that chooses to connect with the wild world and connect with, with wild animals has the opportunity to learn from them and appreciate them and ultimately not fear them because it's fear that causes us to you know, head down a path of destruction when it comes to species. And when we don't fear them, when we understand them, then, then we're not so scared of them. And the only way we can understand them is by interacting with them. So when we hang out in our high rises in New York City or Miami or wherever it may be, we don't understand a thing about wildlife or animals. So they're all scary, right? But when we immerse ourselves in them, we realize that they're actually not interested in us, you know? And if we, if we learn to live with them instead of against them, then, then everybody wins. Mysterious Creatures with Forrest Galante. It's going to premiere on Sunday on Animal Planet and Discovery Plus. A couple more questions for the main protagonist here, Forrest. Um, you mentioned elephants, and most of us think of them as sweet, docile creatures. But I know you guys take a look at one a giant bull elephant who basically was wrecking havoc in, uh, in Mozambique. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, well... Look, I want to say this first and foremost, Rick, there's no such thing as a bad elephant. There's just bad situations, right? And just like people, there's always different demeanors, right? Mm -hmm. so you, you meet that grumpy guy on the subway or, or that really sweet person that you meet at the bar, whatever it may be, you know, animals are the same. Um, we went to Mozambique with the understanding that there was a large rogue bull elephant that was causing commotion, an animal that had run through a village just two weeks prior, flattened a hut, killed a pregnant woman and her infant child. Uh. And um, we went there to resolve the problem because, again, there's no such thing as a bad elephant. So if we hadn't gone in, the Mozambique government was going to kill these animals. And when we got there, we found out it was an entire herd of animals that was far outside of the national park that was causing a lot of trouble while competing with humans for food. And so we set out on a gargantuan mission to translocate 14 elephants 400 miles within the country of Mozambique. And it was uh, something we had to get done inside of 10 days. I mean, it was an unbelievable thing to pull off and put together. And uh, I won't say whether or not we were fully successful. You'll have to check it out on the show. But I'll tell you, 
there's a lot of close calls in that episode alone. Well, I think not even just with wildlife, but and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when you get out into the, the hinter's lands, it's lawlessness. There could be warlords. It could be uh, poachers. Did you ever have people say, uh, get the hell out of here? On that exact trip to Mozambique, I don't know if you've seen this or not, I was uh, chased around by a corrupt politician. After finishing up with um, the elephants, we went up to northern Mozambique into the Zambezi Delta to deal with a man-eating crocodile. And um, when we got there... The, uh, the, there was a corrupt Mozambican official who had been taking a bribe from a Chinese logging company to clear-cut an old-growth forest that was a protected national park. And when he saw a bunch of Westerners show up with cameras, he thought we were there to expose what he was doing. And he sent the military to arrest us and confiscate our cameras three days into a shoot. And we got tipped off, and we literally had to flee. We had uh, private planes coming in in the middle of the night, picking us up and we could see them on the road as we took off in their military Humvees coming to uh, get rid of us. And I'll say this in Mozambique, it's not like a slap on the wrist or it's not some kind of fair trial when a corrupt government official catches you. I think we would have disappeared entirely. Wow, man, that was a close call for sure. But <laughs> before we let you go, when we talk about uh, extinct animals and, uh, you know, I was in a, a museum this summer and Salt Lake City, and they had reconstructed some dinosaur bones. And I was looking at some things. I, I, you know, you think you know all the dinosaurs, and you really don't. Um, what would be one or more of the most bizarre extinct creatures that that are some of your favorites? Well, I'm not a paleontologist. I'm not. I'm not very, you know, familiar with dinosaurs. The things that interest me are creatures that are on the verge of extinction or that have been driven to extinction in recent times. Mm -hmm. One of those animals that a lot of people in, in Australia and Australasia are familiar with, but not in the United States, incredible creature that we drove to extinction around 100 years ago. It's called the Tasmanian tiger, also known as the thylacine, which is like, it's this hybrid animal that looks something like a wolf crossed with a kangaroo crossed with a tiger. I mean, it's just an incredible marsupial predator carnivore that is unlike any creature that's extant today. And unfortunately, they, they occurred in Tasmania and they were shot to extinction farmers, basically, during, during the sheep farming boom. And what an incredible creature. And I'm sure hopeful that they're still out there hiding in a Tasmanian wilderness somewhere. Yeah, I'm just looking at pictures of it right now. It's a, it's an astounding looking thing because it, it's, it, it's, it's hard to pull off when you look like a house pet, but you also look like it would chew your arm off. Isn't it incredible? I mean, such an amazing looking animal. Well, a lot more of this you'll be able to see for yourself, everybody, on Mysterious Creatures with Forrest Galante. It's going to air on Animal Planet beginning uh, this Sunday at 9 p.m., both Eastern and Pacific. And then, of course, the great streaming service, Discovery Plus, you can see it there as well, starring our uh, wildlife biologist star guest, Forrest Galante. Hey, man, congratulations on the new show, and uh, thanks for dropping by. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Yeah, I just Googled uh, Tasmanian tiger, and it kind of looks like, really like a big fox, but then it's got kind of this like sweet Pomeranian dog head, but then it looks like a kitty, and then it has tiger stripes. And they shot all of them. On that happy note, let's go to a break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, I got through that interview with saying his name right. I'm back, baby. Knock on wood. 
I'm back. Um, Ken Korak is going to join us at 1140 Pacific. Of course, good friend and uh, colleague of uh, Ray Fossey, the voice of the Oakland A's. So uh, we'll bring in Ken at 1140. But I want to remind everyone, the legendary competition is back this Sunday on the CW. Check out the new adult reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple. In this new supersized series, the challenges are bigger with epic cash prizes. Watch five teams set off into a mysterious jungle, but only one will enter Olmec's temple, retrieve the lost treasure, and claim the huge cash prize on Legends of the Hidden Temple. This is a new one-hour series, Legends of the Hidden Temple. It starts this Sunday. Check local listings for broadcast times and channel position, and make sure to tune in this Sunday. All right, one other thing. Yesterday, as we were closing, I talked about how Brett Favre, people are looking for him to the tune of $828,000 in welfare funds that Mississippi wants back. Apparently, Favre Favre, uh, accepted $1.1 million in funds from two nonprofit organizations for speaking engagements that he never attended. It was May 2020, an auditor announced that Favre returned some of the funds, but that he still owes $828,000. In December of 2017, he got $500,000, and then in June of 2018, $600,000. You know, we always hear about how much Bill Clinton or Barack Obama makes when they go and speak at some conference. And to me, that's the best job in America. Yeah, can you fly in for our plumbers union thing? Where's that? It's in Atlanta. Can you just talk about, you know, Coach Holtz, what you, how do you motivate your team? Yeah, what do I get? We'll give you $75,000. How long is it? It's an hour and a half. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. Fly me in and put me in the Four Seasons. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The death toll from a fire in southern Taiwan that engulfed a building overnight has taken roughly 50 souls. That's according to officials Thursday who said the same amount of people were injured. Kaohsiung City Fire Department officials said the 13-story building caught fire around 3 a.m. Thursday. And the blaze was extremely fierce and destroyed many floors. Kaohsiung City is on the south end of the Taiwan Island. The World Health Organization declared the formation of a committee to investigate the origins of COVID-19. The 26 experts were selected from over 700 applicants. Job one is to investigate caves near Wuhan where the natural bat origin is supposedly to have come from. The Chinese Communist government said no to the request in the past. President Biden is scheduled to meet with Kenyan President Uhuru Kenyatta as war and a humanitarian crisis continue after nearly one year in neighboring Ethiopia. USA Radio News. 
If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems, or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. Since President Biden opened up the borders, more than 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the United States and are being strewn all over America. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Fox News says what most Americans are thinking about President Biden making our country less safe. What he needs to do is focus on securing the border and these 50,000 Haitians who say they've declared war on us and they don't care about our National Guard. Biden needs to pay attention to that. They're the risk. They're the danger to America. Triangle countries in South and Central America are warning America the mother of all caravans are heading to America and should start to arrive at the end of the month. Border czar Vice President Kamala Harris has offered no leadership on the crisis this week. NASA's newest asteroid mission called Lucy, a spacecraft targeting space rocks that orbit ahead and behind Jupiter, is ready to begin its journey. The launch from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida is scheduled for Saturday at 5.34 a.m. Eastern. USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. As the Biden administration is paying people not to work, one economic expert says that mentality is hurting the U.S. economy. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. The shrinking U.S. workforce during the COVID pandemic is going to cripple the economic recovery. That's according to billionaire investor and businessman Barry Sternlicht. Sternlicht, the founder of Starwood Capital Group, which operates hotels as part of its portfolio, says the federal government should pay people to go back to work, not to stay home. Sternlicht telling CNBC. People ask me what I might talk about this morning, and I said I'm going to talk about Janet Yellen and how wrong she is about the economy. I mean, there's 6 million unemployed, but there's 11.5 million jobs that are open, and we can't find the whole service economy is in, in a crisis, whether it's a restaurant, a pizzeria, a laundromat, a small shop. Amazon can, wa can raise wages, no problem. They're making a trillion dollars, the richest man on earth, or second richest man on earth now, I guess. You know, they can go to 15, 16, $17 in a warehouse, but mom and dad can't do that. So this labor force contraction, the fact that so many people are not looking for a job and the labor participation rate has dropped, is really hurting the underbelly of the U.S. economy. It can't really fully recover until these people come back to work. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Thursday Night Football will feature the Eagles hosting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The game will be on Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon Prime. I'm Lance Pry, USA Radio News.
Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, welcome back to the show, and it is uh, great that uh, you can stop by, spend a little time with us. We've got a uh, a singer coming up on the other side, Elizabeth Lammers. I'll get her name right because I said Elizabeth 12 times already. Open lines after that. In the third hour, an hour from now, we'll have Michael Rappaport. He's at Helium Philly, which uh, everybody says is one of the best clubs in the United States and uh, you, know, you think about well what what makes a club great and the other ones I always hear about are like comedy on state that's in Madison Wisconsin and you think well, why would Madison Wisconsin be the best comedy club and it's just like it's mostly the way they treat the comedians and then the security you know how fast they can get rid of somebody who stinks. Um, if the crowds are always good. But Comedy on State has actually a menu binder. And what it is, <clears throat> what they do for the comedians in the green room, they have all the restaurants in Madison, which is a great college town. And not only is it a college town, it's the frickin' capital of Wisconsin. It's right on a lake. It's beautiful. It's a pretty big town for a college town. But they have a, uh, a binder and then there, of every restaurant in Madison, they have someone made a little sheet with pictures of all the like top five or six dishes that they make, whether it's like a chicken parm or sushi or calamari, whatever it is. And then you just leaf through this thing and you point and you say, I want this. And they run out to that restaurant and they get it for you. Because most restaurants, they might give you some chicken fingers from behind the bar and then they might charge you for them. So when people say comedy on state, it's 90% that little book. <laughs> Can I have the Chateaubriand from uh, Le Capontu? It's like, yeah, sure, we'll get that for you. That's part of it as well. Uh, and then Ken Korak, as I mentioned, is going to join us at 1140. And I really appreciate him coming on because, you know, he was such a close friend and colleague of Ray Fossey for uh, years and years and years. And we'll get his perspective and how he's feeling uh, uh, as well, which is, uh, it's not fun, but I'm glad that Ken's making some time for us. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey! Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Uh, welcome back to the program. Nice to have you with us. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but syndicated and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show veteran entertainer and singer Elizabeth Lammers. She's here to talk about how Viper Records has just last week uh, re-released a special vinyl uh, edition of the uh, 80s underground supergroup World Goes Round. 
Elizabeth, welcome to the show. You know, I had your uh, partner in crime, Frank Musker, who's also on the album, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago to talk about this as well. Uh, what was it about the, uh, uh, what makes this album so special? Why was it such a unique thing for you guys? Uh, first of all, Rick, thank you for having me on, and, and Frank as well. I heard that interview. That was pretty fun, the two of you talking about football. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it, anyway, um tell you what this album is special because well for many many reasons it was a labor of love when we made it 30 years ago and um we were all sort of a-list session musicians in los angeles and this scene was really incredibly creative and we worked with so many different people as individuals and we thought we wanted to make something that was really special and meaningful to us just our our thing and we recorded a handful of tracks, and they got put away somewhere. And, and uh, a couple of years ago, Marty Walsh, the guitarist, guitar monster, hero, um, found it in his, I don't know, in a, his garage or something, found a cassette and put it on and said, hey, this is pretty good. And he sent that off to uh, Tommy Vaccari, who's our, a member of the band. He's our engineer and producer and um, extraordinaire, and Frank Musker who you talked to last week or a couple of weeks ago, and they put their heads together and said, we, we should finish it. We should finish the project. So during COVID, we all had some time on our hands, and in spite of not being in the same place together, we managed to pull it, pull it all together and, and finish the, the, a handful of recordings enough to release an entire album. It's very cool. So when you listen to it, obviously it holds up, or Viper wouldn't be putting it out. It definitely holds up. But when you listen to it, do you think, wow, that's a nostalgic part of my youth, or does it take you right back there and you're standing in front of the mic again? <laughs> that's a good question. Um, honestly, it's it's about that time, but it's also very relevant right now. And given that we've finished it and put it all, completed it during this time, um, it feels like it's a little bit of both. It, and the music itself sounds amazing it sounds like we we just pulled it out of uh, our hat just now you know so it stands up um i i don't think of it as nostalgic really i think of it as something it's now is the time to release it you know and when i think about it you you got these great ginger locks but back then you always were rocking a hat sometimes a abraham lincoln top hat right that was a hundred-year-old top hat that I found in a thrift store somewhere on Melrose. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and I still wear a lot of hats. <laughs> I've got hats <laughs> all around me at my house. It's a thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, figuratively, uh, figuratively and literally, because you've done so much uh, singing in, in uh, commercials. Can you? Wh- did you say we do chicken right? I mean, what can you? <laughs> are there any of the famous ones that we should know? <laughs> oh, I I don't even go there anymore all right i've done done my share of super bowl commercials though that that's awfully fun um anyway the music business has been really good to me and uh as a session singer there was always good good work in los angeles and it was just uh just a great time we were all there together and um the guys in the band marty walsh an amazing guitar player working with everybody from dolly parton to Donna Summer and uh, Tommy Vaccari, the engineer, producing Prince and uh, engineering for Prince and Barbara Streisand and Billy Idol. 
Jeff Hall, the piano player and drummer, worked with Chaka Khan and had a Grammy-nominated song, Piano in the Dark, that he co-wrote. Um, and then Frank Musker, Jump Back and Kiss Yourself. I mean, all these guys are so talented. When we put our heads together, we came up with this this marvelous work. Uh, or goes around. We're, we're super proud of it, super excited about it. That's and great. Very, yeah, very pleased to be with you and, and chat chat about yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's our pleasure to have you. You know, you talk about um, you know who Frank worked with. You toured with so many huge names and collaborated with so many huge stars. And I'm just looking at all these names. The one that really sticks out to me because I think she was one of my first crushes when I was 12 years old. Can I have a crush at 12? Was uh, yeah. Linda Ronstadt? I mean, and just uh, that voice, that powerful. There's no one that sounds like her. She's no. been in studio uh, a long time ago. She came in, but anyway, um, did 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 you know? Were there some not just Linda, but would some that would like take you under their wing, and some would say, "Don't come to my green room," or were most people pretty cool? Most people were pretty cool. She was very cool. She she insisted we all travel together and all share a dressing room and and together. She's she's lovely, and the voice of life. It was just such a a thrill and an honor to be with her every time on stage, to stand next to her and sing. Just what a joy. Great times. And uh, also I should, uh, I would be remiss not to mention that you've worked on some uh, cartoons. One of them is Steven Spielberg's Animaniacs, and I bring that in because speaking of being in studio, twice he's been in with us is Rob Paulson. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. And I've worked so, with Rob. Yeah. No, I was, I was going to say that he's just one of the nicest guys. I ever oh, met, yeah. and, and thankfully he's, uh, you know, he had a, a health scare, which was pretty big, and he's doing better. But yeah, you, yeah. you had the great responsibility, Elizabeth, of doing Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. I mean, that, I mean, you're doing Mel Blanc right there. <laughs> I wasn't doing Mel Blanc. I was singing the theme song on that show, and that was awfully fun, and, I, and a number of the cartoons as well. I, uh, I got pulled in to sing. Um, most cartoon music is... Uh, uh, a lot of it is swung, which is jazz. Um, <clears throat> you know, okay, for example, Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. It's swung. It's And swing, you can't write on a page. It's something you feel. And it's between the lines where the notes would go on the page. So I, I initially got into animation because they needed a ringer in the group, to somebody who could swing. And um, then there's a moment where they go, oh, I need a voice. And next thing you know, you're... You're on a mic. I, I can do that voice. And then I was doing a lot of car- cartoons. It just happened. That's awesome. Just one more thing before we let you go about World, World Goes Round. Um, I'm just looking at all the songs, and I see you have a writer's credit on uh, Joy and Pain. How cool is that mm-hmm. to, to not just, I mean, it's hard enough to be able to, to sing and have people pay to hear you sing, but to, to be able to write, too, that must be a, a great feeling of accomplishment. Really, really is, and to write with such brilliant uh, co-writers. Uh, it was a great, great time, great collaboration, and um, we're just so proud to release it now, and we hope everyone will hear it. Yes, and what we're talking about is World Goes Round. This is from Viper Records, uh, re-release. This is uh, from the 80s underground supergroup World Goes Round and uh, is available now on vinyl, the way the good Lord intended it, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elizabeth Lammers, thank you so much for your time, and uh, let's catch up down the road. Thank you so much. All right. Cheers.
I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back, and we'll talk some sports on the other side. 1-800-878-PLAY. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one?
middle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, program. We're going to talk about uh, Game 5 coming up just uh, it's about a 45-minute walk from here. And it's a pretty cool walk, too. You just go out to the Embarcadero, and you walk all the way down along the water, and you walk under the Bay Bridge, and you get over there to Oracle Park, which is its dumbest name of the three because it was Pac Bell Park. That was the best one. And then SBC Park. And then AT&T Park. And just when we got used to that, Oracle Park. And I say that's the dumbest one. No offense to Oracle. But the Oracle Arena is what they were calling the Coliseum, the Roracle. So whatever it is, it's a nice walk down there. And it's going to be for blood. And I'm going to get to that in the next segment. But I want to... You know, there's still fallout over the whole John Gruden thing, mostly because with over half a million uh, emails that the NFL has seen, why is it that John Gruden is the only one that said some off-color things? And when I say off-color, I mean homophobic, misogynistic, racist things. Nobody else? Bueller? Bueller? You know, the, the the next one yesterday was, oh, Adam Schefter asked Bruce Allen to okay a story. Well, there's a federal crime for you right there. Let me, let me call the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, which is a weird combo. Eye, ear, nose, and throat. Who was the comedian who said, was it Norm? I don't think it was Norm, but a comedian said that you have a doctor for every body part, but a veterinarian has everything. Everything from a cow to a horse to a fly to a cat. You have to know every body part on every animal. And it's true. But there is fallout, and we'll see. You know, there are a lot of people. The union is calling for every email to be released. And what they're looking for there is, you know, I'm sure you could put it into some kind of algorithm that would just look for swear words and N-words and whatever and just say who said it, who, when, who, what, where, how. But with the Raiders, Derek Carr and John Gruden are pretty close. And there were people who said when Gruden came in, oh, he'll have him for a year and get rid of him. He's not his type of guy. He wants a Brad Johnson. He wants a tall guy who will just hand off. And, you know, it's, it's so dumb for people to say that. You know, it's like the same dumb people who said Derek Carr can't take a snap from center because he never did it at Fresno State. I have an idea. Why don't you tell him, a world-class athlete who's played football his whole life, Take three steps forward and put your hands under the center. How could he possibly learn that? There's no way. So uh, Derek Carr and John Gruden got a little bit joined at the hip. And remember, they bought their houses side by side in Vegas. Or their plots when they started building them. I just assume they lived side by side because that was the story when they left Oakland. So they're very close. But so Derek Carr who was the best quarterback in football statistically three weeks in, and now his team is reeling at 3-2. and two. They still have a winning record, but their head coach has now been fired. So obviously reporters are going to go to Carr, and they did that yesterday at practice, and he was emotional. He said, it was a lot to handle. I'll say it that way. You all know me, man. I don't condone that kind of talk. I don't talk that way. My kids sure as heck will never talk that way. And it's hard because I love the man so much. 
like I have family members that have done things. I've done things that I'm glad that I'm still loved. I think more than anything, coach needs people to help him to love him in whatever areas that we can. But at the same time, what's right is right. And what's wrong is wrong. End quote. So listen, for a guy like Carr, who loves football, loves his teammate, I, I've seen Carr a million times, not just in games, but at practice, mini camps, camps, went to many, many days up in Napa, and Carr is the guy chasing the guy into the end zone to high-five him. He, just ha- he plays with so much joy, and his teammates love him. That's why when the original, you know, didn't kneel for the national anthem and then Donald Penn said, let's get him sack, let's break his leg, like they would actually say that and scupper their chances at a ring and playoff money and glory and bigger contracts. It's one of the dumbest conspiracy, conspiracy theories I've ever heard. They love that guy because he's pretty easy to love. He's always just full of joy. He's fired up. He's tough. He's strong. So for him, and plus being an ultra-Christian guy, if you look at his one tattoo on his wrist, it is a Christian symbol. He said, crucifix? No. He said, I've never seen something like this happen. And so you don't know the precedent. I don't know. Is he going to get suspended? It is a fine. I don't know. I'm not good at figuring those kinds of things out. But then when it came out, shortly after my wife sent it to me, I was getting ready, studying and stuff. She sent it to me. I read it. And about time I got done reading it, it was over, and he resigned. So you can imagine there was a lot going on in my head. And I'll probably get more into it someday about everything that went down for me. But again, you all know I've got a job to do. End quote. So... This was almost like a nuclear bomb for Derek Carr, obviously. And, of course, I pointed it out, everybody pointed it out, that the first openly gay active player on an NFL roster is Carl Nassib. And um, Nassib was so distraught by by, um, uh, Gruden resigning. And what was said, that he asked for a mental day off. Derek Carr said, quote, for Carl, from day one, I told Carl, I love him, and he knows I got his back. So if anyone won't talk to him, if anyone will mess with him, Carl knows that I have his back, that's for sure. And with the kind of stuff, I'll let Carl handle all that with the teammates and all that kind of stuff. But I think Mr. Mayock said he's a population of one, really. Like he has every right to feel the way he wants to feel, just like all of our teammates have every right to feel however they want to feel. That was the message for everyone today, really. But at the same time, with the mindset that we have a game to play and we have to move on as hard as it is, end quote. So they do have a game. And uh, Rich Bisaccia is uh, now the guy to try to level them not just back in their win- into winning ways, but through this storm. 
but that's the other thing is for Carr, who has spent time with his family and their next door neighbors. Can I borrow a, a, some salt, a, some flour, a pound of sugar, a pound, a pinch, a cup? And Carr said, don't get me wrong. I love the man and you hate the sin. Like for anyone, no one is perfect. If we just started opening up everybody's private emails and texts, people will start sweating a little bit. Hopefully not too many. But maybe that's what they should do for all the coaches and GMs and owners from now on. You got to open up everything and see what happens. But you hate the action. You hate it. You're not supposed to like it. But you love the person. And I love the person. I've grown to love him so much. I mean, that's it's very poignant. But then Carr, you know, went right right back. He said, as a football player, like I said, I've got a job to do regardless of what's going on. And then that was it. He was done. And look, the Raiders now have a perfect excuse to have their season go down the toilet. Whichever way you want to go down, clockwise, counterclockwise, where are you? Where does do you see the sign of the Southern Cross? Are you below the equator? Whichever way it spins, their season was already on the way down the drain. But you look at the standings and say, well, well, hell, we're a winning team. The season's not over. We win. We're 4-2. and two. We're right there. 4-2 and two is right there. That's over 600 ball. Get me in. Come on. Well, it's exactly 600 ball. Get me in to those playoffs. So... The, the thing that's, that that Bisaccia is going to have in his back pocket is that he really can't lose because if the Raiders lose every game the rest of the season <laughs> and they're 3-14, and 14, everyone will say, well, that guy didn't do crap, but what was he going to do? You know, there's, there's the gay guy on the team and he needed a personal day off and, uh, you know, they'll make whatever excuse they can. You know, and uh, and look, I don't know what Carl Nassib was feeling. I'm I'm sure he was hurt, and you know he'll he'll explain himself or he won't. It's his right. It's his right to to say what he feels. And Derek Carr said the same thing. Everybody has their own right. And uh, you know how you react to something, like if you see something and you go ew, or you go oh that's great. You know people will always try and tell you that's not the way you're supposed to react. You you react like you react is how it is. But I think Derek Carr was, was very poignant, very wise to say you can love somebody but hate what they did. You know, there's no doubt. <laughs> you know, I love my older brother, but all he did was beat the hell out of me and my little brother my whole childhood. Literally just beat the hell out of us. Uh, I still love the guy. You think I loved getting beat up? No. You'd say, Rick, it made you tough. Yeah, I'd rather get tough a different way, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who grew up with just sisters, and he was pretty tough. You don't need to get beat up by your brother uh, to get tough. All right, we're talking some sports. Talk a little baseball on the other side. Come on back. season and you're ready to go all out 
So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760. 800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 1760. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of microban keeps killing 99.9% .9 of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microban 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Uh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Got open lines, 1-800-878-PLAY. A lot of people will be uh, tuning in to hear Ken Korak an hour from now, the voice of the A's, who sat next to Ray Fossey for decades, who passed away yesterday, a long-time uh, all-star uh, Indian and A, and um, a guy who... 
is the voice of Summer uh, in many ways when it comes to uh, being an A's fan. You know, he, he was there before Kenny uh, in the booth. And uh, no, I don't call him Kenny. I call him Ken. Uh, but I think Greg Papa calls him Kenny. But then again, he calls Susan Slusser Susie. And I know deep down that's probably a killing her. But I was just looking at the Twitter during the break. And uh, Scott Wyckoff, who's a broadcaster in Baltimore, he just put a picture up uh, of uh, Ray Fossey and said he was his hero when uh, when he was in Cleveland, which is pretty cool. I met Scott Wyckoff um, four years ago in Philadelphia. We were getting on. This is for Army Navy, and we we're getting on the bus to go to our big uh, <clears throat> catered dinner, which is. Um, on the Friday night before the game when everybody, at least most people, have done their show. And uh, interested, we're supposed to be doing our show in, in Manhattan right on the Hudson on the Intrepid, which is awesome. I'm very much looking forward to that going down and actually happening there. But uh, we'll see where we're going in Manhattan. That's exciting. But we were going to uh, the old bookbinders building in old Philadelphia, and we were getting on the bus. And I was talking to... Two of my uh, local peeps from KMBR, Brian Copeland and Brian Benefitemi. And uh, and he was sitting there. He's like, hey, can I hang out with you guys? <laughs> We're like, absolutely. And so he did. I always liked that. It seemed like such a playground thing to do. But then again, he was in Philadelphia by himself. And he heard us talking. He's like, hey, can I hang out with you guys? I'm like, sure. Come on in, Scott. He turned out to be a uh, a real good guy. Uh, let's go to uh, Robert, who is listening to us in Michigan. How are you, Robert? Hey, fine, Rick. I'm out here enjoying the autumn colors. Yeah, we don't and have that here. for a run at the same time. Yeah, well, we got you on that one. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really beautiful here. Um, I just wanted to add a little bit Ray, Ray Fossey and uh, put a little Detroit twist on it, too. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a sad event, of course, and... Uh, uh, not many events, but uh, he passed away and all that. But I remember him as a player because I'm a little bit older guy, and uh, he played for the Indians. And then, of course, he went on to the Oakland A's. And how I can put a little Michigan spin on it was he played on the Oakland A's team in 74 that won the title, right, World Series? Yep. And then also from Lansing, Michigan, our very own Herb Washington was on the same team. Her Washington, ironic. zero at-bats. Exactly. But it's amazing. Uh, Herb Washington, he, he was a track star at Michigan State. And then after he graduated, he became the CBS uh, Lansing affiliate uh, sports beat report, reporter. So he did, like, the Michigan State games, uh, high school games and whatnot, uh, Real, he was pretty good at it, actually, real good. And then just one Friday, he said, "Hey, I signed up to play baseball." And he didn't even have a mitt. <laughs> he didn't have a much about uh, baseball and uh, know mm-hmm. much about baseball. But uh, it's a nice little chapter. And, and well, that was Charlie really Finley for you. I mean, Charlie Finley. Charlie Finley was the guy who yeah. thought of, he said, "Let's use orange baseballs." It was it was his idea to have every game at night so everybody could see it. I mean, in the old yeah. days, if you asked your dad. The World Series was happening while he was at school, you know, on a weekday. 
And I, tell you, uh, I ran home from school to watch baseball. World Series games were always day games. Right. I mean, it's and just. I ran home from well, school. Really. It, it makes no sense that they would do that, but that's just the way they were because I think the tradition was, you know, no one had lights. And then, what was it, Wrigley Field, the first field to get lights? And so the, the idea of playing at night seemed so foreign for so long. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then um, uh, we lost Bill Freehand, a catcher, who was also in Ray Fossey's kind of era. Yeah, I remember Bill. And, uh, Big guy. He was a 11-time uh, 11 All-Star. Yeah. And, uh, Wasn't he, he, like, he was like... Obscure, uh, yeah, go ahead. He, he holds a, a major league record... You were talking about obscure records a while back, but maybe you missed this one. In fact, when you talk about a pitcher and a catcher, they call it a battery mate, right? Uh-huh. Well, he has the most battery mate appearances with Mickey Lolich. Oh, okay. In Major League Baseball history. He was a Tiger for life, and he was a Wolverine, too, right? right? Yeah, he coached uh, U of M uh, baseball uh, beyond his professional career. And yeah. played there collegiately, if I remember right. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe he went straight to the minors. I'm not sure. He always seemed like kind of that Lance Parrish, like the the big, tall kind of catcher. And back then, oh, yeah, you, he was re- you really had to block the plate back then. Remember when he stopped Lou Brock at the plate in the 68 World Series? Oh, that's right. Maybe that was. That photograph. That was freehand, yeah. And Lou Brock missed home plate by about an inch or something. And that kind of turned the whole World Series around for the Tigers in 1968 but then another topic rick if you don't mind talking about like maybe the lions yeah and you were playing you played competitive football i've been listening to your show for a year or so and you you know you say you play football and all did you ever play on a on a lousy team i did play you had to somehow get through it i, I did play on a lousy team i played uh, in high school and i played division two college and um we were always yeah. We were never great. We were always a little bit average. We're usually around five and five. Uh, and then the year after okay, I graduated, that's gra- not zero and ten, though. That's not zero and ten. Well, my high school, I coached some zero and ten te- or two and ten teams, whatever. But the year after I graduated college, they went undefeated. So apparently, I was the problem. And then they dropped football <laughs> forever. Okay, okay. I was just trying to know what 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 a professional athlete gets in their head if they know that they can't win because the lions seem like you know they're like a if you use the analogy from a hockey team they're like the third and fourth line mm-hmm. you know they're the grinders right and they you know they make a mistake and then the other team scores it's just they don't have a you know in hockey like the fourth team they get to center ice and just throw it down there at the other end of the rink that's kind of the mission and that kind of seems what the lions are right now yeah, zero and five. The roster personnel. You got the Bengals coming into Ford Field. Are you feeling okay about it? Yeah, I'm very, actually, I'm I'm not so sad that they're going to lose all the games. They weren't going to make the playoffs anyway. Is it is there a real difference if they're three and fourteen or zero and seventeen? There's well, not you a don't, whole lot yeah, of difference. Well, there, I'm going to beg to differ on that. I think zero and seventeen is a a, a stain. Like a scarlet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can, well, yeah. I'll take three and fourteen be over. The first time in history. Yeah, zero and, 0 and 17. seventeen. You'd be the. You'd make a Rod Marinelli would get off the Schneid. Right, right. So, uh, but but I think the coach has gotten a lot of the juice out of those players. They're just like third and fourth line grinders. I mean, he's still gotten a lot of juice out of them. Well, and, he uh, said they'll bite your kneecaps way. off. You're, you're, right now, they're nibbling on ankles, but they're working their way up the knee. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of a more of a local story, not a national story per se. But uh, I hope they can just you know hold their own and get through it. Do you like Jared Goff? Then you were talk- uh, you know, he, he, our line is so bad. <laughs> so when our line is not so good, he's got nervous feet. Right. And when a quarterback has nervous feet, they 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 panic and, and throw interceptions and and he's been. Uh, uh, he's been doing that, so. But I think we get the line back. We've had terrible injuries, uh, severe injuries, mm-hmm. Achilles tendons and uh, broken this, broken that. There's a lot of injuries on the Lions. It's it's kind of been another spell. But then also, you were talking last week with the women reporters, sports reporters, and you had the West Coast Gale. But have you heard from the Midwest? I know there's a Midwest girl here. She's done a real fantastic job. Her name is Lisa Bylington. I have not. Have have you heard the, from her? I have not had the you pleasure. No. Okay. Okay. She's, she went to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And I think she's from the Big Ten Network. She does a lot of basketball on CBS, uh, national games. Uh, real, but they mentioned her name when they were on last week on your show. So uh, she's, she's right up there. Uh, Lisa Bylington. She does NBA games, I believe. Mm-hmm. You're talking about when I had uh, Andrea Andrea Kramer on the show? Right. Now, those gals, I don't know because I think they're West Coast gals. Well, Andrea Kramer and um, Hannah Storm, those are those are national uh, people. So they've okay. ESPN. Maybe I'm just not so. NBC, yeah. So, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. But I love how you're, you're very proud oh, of your state. If somebody's from Ypsilanti you're, or Kalamazoo, you're going to know, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> right. All right. Hey, Robert. I heard Washington was from Flint. <laughs> okay. That's right. Hey, thank, by the way, do you, right. do you love Michael Moore? Oh, I like those movies. I really do. Okay. He, he's, Ro- he's, uh, my favorite is Roger and, R- Roger and Me. That, that was before it was political. It was just about kind of like a. Ri- I mean, right. that was my favorite one. Yeah. 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 That General Motors story. Right? Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for the call, Robert. All right, take care, Rick. All right, good stuff. Uh, Robert in Michigan, and the uh, the lines are available. By the way, uh, I'll get into baseball in the next hour um, before Ken Korak. But we got uh, Michael Rappaport coming up, too, in about uh, a little over 20 minutes. One more football note. <clears throat> Speaking of that area of the country, the Great Lakes, uh, the Packers are off to a 4-1 and start, and... Uh, you know, the Aaron Rodgers drama seems like a, you know, in the off season that seems almost like a, a, distance, a distant memory. But if Rodgers does end up leaving Green Bay next year, there is one team that he will never, ever, ever, ever play for. Now, normally when it's baseball, they always say the A's. I will never play for the A's. But uh, he had his press conference um, <clears throat> uh, today yesterday about uh, their game uh, coming up uh, and um, they said uh, could you ever see yourself playing for the uh, the Bears and he said no no it's just not going to happen man now you could say well it wasn't going to happen anyway uh, could it not who did Brett Favre go to right well, first of all, Brett Favre, I'll have you remember, did not leave the Jet the to go to the Jets. He was traded to the Jets. And then for a little extra burn, where'd he go? That's right, Minnesota. You betcha. Vikings. 
And so Aaron Rodgers is under contract for next year. So if he's going to leave, <laughs> he could try the crybaby thing again. And isn't it funny that Ben Simmons is back talking again? I'm going to ask Rappaport about Kyrie in New York since he's Mr. New York. But uh, it's not cr- crazy to envision him playing for a rival because we saw it with Favre. So, and, and Favre, I, I, look, I'm not there, and you might disagree with me if, I'm a, if you're a Packer fan, but Favre is always going to be ahead of Aaron Rodgers when it comes to love. I don't care what you say. Brett Favre is always going to have just a little bit more love than Aaron Rodgers. Rick, you're not even a fan. How do you know? Come on back. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Yeah, we're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Break. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And um, I've already had several people on Twitter ask that the interview I do with Ken be available to send to Ray's family. So uh, anything's possible. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Ken Korak, Voice of the Aids, will be with us at 1140. By the way, I was talking about Kyrie Irving. And the saga continued. We know that uh, Sean Marks, the GM, said, you're, you're just basically not on the team. You're not going to do this thing where you only play road games. And Irving is unvaccinated, and with the New York City health mandates means that he, you know, he can't even go into restaurants and such things. Maybe he doesn't want to do it. But he was asked, and Kyrie finally kind of opened up, and he said, quote, it's reality that, you know, in order to be in New York City, in order to be on a team, I have to be vaccinated. I chose to be unvaccinated, and that was my choice. And I would ask all y'all to just respect that choice, and I'm going to just continue to stay in shape, be ready to play, ready to rock out with my teammates, and just be a part of this whole thing. So someone said, so you're anti-vax? He said, I'm not anti-vax, and no, I'm not retiring, and no, I'm not leaving the game like this. So we'll see. Um, he said, I don't want to sit here and play on people's emotions. Just use logic. You know, what would you do if you felt uncomfortable? I get it. All right. Well, we'll see. I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick hard news break, and we'll come on back with more show. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The death toll from a fire in southern Taiwan that engulfed a building overnight has taken roughly 50 souls. That's according to officials Thursday who said the same amount of people were injured. Kaohsiung City Fire Department officials said the 13-story building caught fire around 3 a.m. Thursday. And the blaze was extremely fierce and destroyed many floors. Kaohsiung City is on the south end of the Taiwan Island. 
The World Health Organization declared the formation of a committee to investigate the origins of COVID-19. The 26 experts were selected from over 700 applicants. Job one is to investigate caves near Wuhan where the natural bat origin is supposedly to have come from. The Chinese Communist government said no to the request in the past. President Biden is scheduled to meet with Kenyan President Uhuru Kenyatta as war and a humanitarian crisis continue after nearly one year in neighboring Ethiopia. USA Radio News. If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. Since President Biden opened up the borders, more than 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the United States and are being strewn all over America. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Fox News says what most Americans are thinking about President Biden making our country less safe. What he needs to do is focus on securing the border and these 50,000 Haitians who say they've declared war on us and they don't care about our National Guard. Biden needs to pay attention to that. They're the risk. They're the danger to America. Triangle countries in South and Central America are warning America the mother of all caravans are heading to America and should start to arrive at the end of the month. Border czar Vice President Kamala Harris has offered no leadership on the crisis this week. NASA's newest asteroid mission called Lucy, a spacecraft targeting space rocks that orbit ahead and behind Jupiter, is ready to begin its journey. The launch from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida is scheduled for Saturday at 5.34 a.m. Eastern. USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. As the Biden administration is paying people not to work, one economic expert says that mentality is hurting the U.S. economy. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. The shrinking U.S. workforce during the COVID pandemic is going to cripple the economic recovery. That's according to billionaire investor and businessman Barry Sternlicht. Sternlicht, the founder of Starwood Capital Group, which operates hotels as part of its portfolio, says the federal government should pay people to go back to work, not to stay home. Sternlicht telling CNBC. People ask me what I might talk about this morning, and I said I'm going to talk about Janet Yellen and how wrong she is about the economy. I mean, there's 6 million unemployed, but there's 11.5 million jobs that are open, and we can't find the whole service economy is in, in a crisis, whether it's a restaurant, a pizzeria, a laundromat, a small shop, 
Amazon can wage, can raise wages, no problem. They're making a trillion dollars, the richest man on earth, or second richest man on earth now, I guess. You know, they can go to 15, 16, 17 dollars in a warehouse, but mom and dad can't do that. So this labor force contraction, the fact that so many people are not looking for a job and the labor participation rate has dropped, is really hurting the underbelly of, of the U.S. economy. It can't really fully recover until these people come back to work. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Thursday Night Football will feature the Eagles hosting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The game will be on Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon Prime. I'm Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Big Game 5 coming up here in San Francisco. We'll get to it. We have Michael Rappaport coming up after the break. Been in a lot of movies, and um, I remember <clears throat> I asked him about uh, Copland, the one where uh, Sylvester Stallone was the New Jersey police officer dealing with the mob, and he was completely milk toast the whole time. And uh, Michael Rappaport was the young guy who got killed by the dirty cops. And I said, I felt sorry for you. And he said, don't feel sorry for me. I got a lot of money and I worked with De Niro. And it... <laughs> but uh, we also talked about Erasmus Hall High School and celebrity ghost stories. So I'm going to take a different approach. He's at uh, Helium Philly. And then Ken Korak, the voice of the Oakland A's, uh, longtime friend of uh, Ray Fossey and colleague, will give us uh, his thoughts, and um, if we get to it, we can talk about the stadium situation, But which would probably be the main topic. I mean, the A's offseason, I hate saying it is what it is because it's such a cop-out answer, but, I mean, what what does every Oakland A's offseason look like? It's going to look like guys in their beers might be getting traded and free agents will walk unless they want to come back on a paltry deal. And if they come back on a paltry deal, they ain't that great, is they? That's right. Little boys ain't supposed to play with fire, is they? What's that from? Young Frankenstein, you were right. I didn't say that. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Those all work. Twitch.tv. There I am. Hey, 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 ho, ho, ho. There's a stream chat. 
window, whereas you can make a comment as well, like Rick, you're so fine, or Rick, you suck. If you want to say Rick, you suck, just you can hold on to that one. Just say it to yourself. You'll feel just as good. And then <clears throat> you can always listen to us on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2. 35 million homes on your cable systems in between the uh, Belarus cooking channel and the Minsk Hour, uh, which is, uh, of course, part of that network as well. Twitter is at Rick Tittle and Michael Rappaport on the other side. Come on back. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. 
He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, apparently not that humble. Rick Tittle back with you coast to coast out of San Francisco, syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show comedian and actor Michael Rappaport. He is going to be headlining at uh, Helium Philly. He's got a show tonight. Uh, He's got a couple on Friday, Saturday as well. First one sold out, so make sure you guys get your tickets, heliumcomedy.com. Michael, welcome back to the program. And I've been talking to comedians for many, many years. And and when they talk about their top three or five clubs, they always say Helium Philadelphia. Why is that club so great? Well, it's the, the fans, you know, the people of Philadelphia, um, first, you know, they, they come for a good time. They come to laugh. And then the, just the club itself, the, the, you know, it's the sound. It's just the, it's a comedy club. It's not like one of these, you know, makeshift places that's turned into a comedy club. Like, a, like some places, um, you know, you could feel, uh, uh, the laughs, you could feel, uh, 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 the, the vibrations in the room. And it's just, a, it's just a, it's just the setup of it. So I'm excited to be, Back in Philly, uh, I'm actually coming to uh, the Bay Area because I know you're over there in, in, in San Francisco. I'm coming out there in November. I'm happy to be on the road. I'm, I'm happy to be uh, out and about and then, uh, you know, able to perform for the people. So uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, this weekend to uh, kill it in Philadelphia. Yeah, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to uh, come in studio with us. We'd uh, we'd love to have you here. And uh, we've had let's it, do it. Let's do it. I've had everybody. I haven't had Michael Rappaport in person, so that would be really cool. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. it. All right. We'll get your info. Speaking of Philly, and I know how much the NBA means to you. I know how much you've, you've worked with the NBA, the the Ben Simmons situation, you know, uh, people want to say it's like Aaron Rodgers. I'll never play there again. And then he does. It's a little bit different in Philly. What do you think is going to happen with all that? Because it seems like now he's like, oh, I'm not going to get paid. I guess I better come back. Well, he ain't Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. (laughs) He's not established best of all time um and philadelphia fans they don't play so i don't know if joel Embiid and doc rivers and tobias harris and the rest of them are going to welcome him back but even if they do it's a matter of how the fans are going to accept him if what kind of scrutiny he's going to be under um i don't know i've never seen a situation where a player is uh you know sort of this demonized still playing for a team uh you know obviously when people get traded or they leave teams that happens but he's still here and they were you know the f ben simmons and burning his jersey and all that stuff so it'll be it'll be interesting but you know winning cures everything and this team has been looming around you know being very good for uh the last couple of seasons uh but uh it's going to be an interesting situation i'm glad to be here this weekend though one more NBA question for you. Out here in San Francisco, we had uh, Andrew Wiggins finally give in, and maybe it was because he was going to miss out on 350 k per game, but he finally did get vaxxed. In your hometown, Kyrie still isn't, and uh, Sean Marks told yep. him basically yesterday, look, no, you can't just play road games. You're either on the team or you aren't. How do you think that's all going to work out? Because Kyrie said today, look, I ain't retiring. Well, if you ain't retiring, you're going to be – you know, getting vaccinated, otherwise you're just going to be, 
you know, he's unclear. You know, his stance and, and, and what he's saying is, is unclear. You know, his Instagram live was all over the place. And I think that leaves him alone on an island by himself. You know, uh, I don't think the Brooklyn Nets need him to win the championship. Obviously, it makes it a lot easier with him. Um, and I'm glad they, they, they took a stance. Like, yo, this isn't a free-for-all. This isn't a high school team where you play some games, you don't play some, you know, other games. And I I don't know. You know, I, I, I can't figure out what he's going to do. Um, a lot of money's on the table. It's not like he's Muhammad Ali. Um, you know, everybody references Muhammad Ali. He's not Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali didn't mince his words. He didn't pull his punches with what he was doing. Um, so it's unclear really what his agenda is and, and, and how it's going to play out. If I was a betting guy, I would say that he's definitely not playing opening night. Um, but what happens? I think they should trade him. They should trade him for Ben Simmons. I think it would make sense for both of them. They could trade him to a Florida team where there is no pandemic. <laughs> yeah, well, it never existed in Florida. <laughs> the pandemic never existed in Florida. Like, it's the only place in the world where it never existed. So, yeah, they should do that. <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, it would be a good trade head up for both of them. You know, last time I had you on, I was talking about Erasmus All High and celebrity ghost stories and all that. And, and, because I, I, you know, one time I was in New York, I just took the train all the way to, to Coney Island because I was just such a huge fan. I'm just, I'm a little bit older than you. I'm a huge fan of that movie, The Warriors. So uh-huh. I had to go. So for, for you, when you watch that, and how much of that was Hollywood and how much were you like, eh, I, I can kind of see that that's real there? Well, the gangs weren't like that. They weren't rolling around on roller skates, dressed <laughs> up like, you know, baseball teams and all that stuff. I mean, it was definitely violent. You know, the subways were like that in terms of the violence, but it wasn't like, you know, every street had a, you know, different theme park gang and, you know, the Irish guys here and the all black gang here. And, you know, uh, uh, but, you know, it was definitely, you know, the aesthetic of New York at the time was real. And, uh, you know, when you look back on it, it looks beautiful, right? It's like, oh, this looks cool. But at the time we were like, you know, this is a dump, you know, clean it up, get the graffiti out. And all that stuff, uh, uh, but I, I definitely never saw the baseball furies uh, 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 out and about. And, and if anybody has, you know, let me know. But I still haven't seen any actual sightings of the baseball furies. <laughs> well, I mean, you were there, you know, during Summer of Sam and President Ford yep. saying basically these nuts, you know, to to New York City and and uh, yeah. Times Square. Nothing like it. The worst thing at Times Square yep. now is a wet Elmo trying to take a picture of you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So as a kid, I mean, do you how much do you see the difference now? Oh, it's 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 tremendous amount. You know, it, it's tremendous amount. You know, it's cleaned up. Uh, Times Square is like Disneyland. You know, like I said, we could look back and be like, oh, it looks so cool, and you know, it was. But but Times Square was like you have to keep your head on a three hundred sixty <laughs> degree swivel when you were on Times Square. It, you know, and it's a big area. It's not like you know a block. It's it's a big big area and it doesn't you know it trickles down and like you know off streets and 37th street and you know it's not just you know this contained thing so i think for the overall uh uh you know betterment of the city i think it's 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 good you know if there was a way to sort of keep the look but get rid of the crime uh and get rid of the you know the porno places and all that stuff you know that would be the best of both worlds but you, you can't have one without the other so they have to they have to clean it up and you could always look at watch taxi driver 
and watch Charles Bronson movies if you want to reminisce about the way things were. Yeah, last question for you. I remember about that was about four years ago, I had uh, Mark Norman in here, and I was telling him I was going to be staying in, in Crown Heights in Brooklyn, and he said, oh, I used to live there. I only got mugged twice. You'll be all right. And I was like, oh, geez. And so I'd be coming back from the cellar or Gotham, whatever, you know, at 1 a.m., and I noticed that every stop, the train got lighter and lighter. And by right around Crown Heights, I was basically like the last guy on the train. So I can't even imagine you go all the way to Coney, another, what, 50 stops out there. I guess yeah. just the more east you go, huh? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, like I said, the city the city is definitely – I mean, the boroughs are, 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 are back to being, you know, rough and tumble. But Crown Heights and, you know, a lot of areas in Brooklyn are, are you know, gentrified. And, and, you know, there's pros and cons to that. But the city itself, I think, is a safer place. The trains are definitely safer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's 2021. I mean, there's still craziness going on. You see a lot of it in the media. But, you know, I ride the train, you know, a couple times a weekend. You know, most of the time it's, 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 it's completely uneventful. And you just, you listen to the music, you're people watching, and uh, you're waiting to get, you know, to and from where, you're, where you got to go. No doubt. Michael Rappaport, everybody in uh, Philly, New Jersey, get over there. Helium Comedy Club, heliumcomedy.com for tickets. He's got a show tonight at 8 o'clock, two on Friday, and the late show. Tickets still available on Saturday night at uh, 10 p.m. Michael, thanks for coming on, man. Looking forward to having you out here in the city. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, have your guy uh, get me, and uh, I'll definitely set it up when I come into uh, San Fran. Sounds awesome. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and come on back on Byline. thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? You done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Girl, you better get in line. That's what I had had said. Whip, whip. All right. <clears throat> Tonight, game five, the old enemy. Thought it was interesting. There was an article in the Chronicle. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline, and I couldn't agree more is that it's been a one-way rivalry. The Giants hate the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are like, eh. Because there was really no reason for them to hate the Giants until about a decade ago. And it's like, wait a minute. You're winning a World Series? The hell's going on here? And um, so it's good that you have that uh, back-and-forth uh, little deal now. It makes it uh, much better. And then it's never been more poignant than both teams have won 109 games. Once again, 109 games. And I just wonder if Logan Webb can pull this off again. You know, he was so fantastic in uh, game one, he was brilliant. Five hits on seven and two-thirds. He struck out ten. He made the Dodgers list look stupid. The best offense in baseball made it look like I was up there and missing by three feet. And he's got that lower arm slot. He's got a little funk in that delivery and the sinker slider. Really good change-up as well. <clears throat> and um, you just wonder if he can pull that off again. And, uh, by the way, for people who keep track of these things, 
and I'm not one, uh, and you're not either, uh, I doubt you are. I am, Rick. He threw 38 change-ups in game one. 38. And usually the uh, change-up uh, for people who study these things is to lefties. He threw it to everybody. And why did he do it? Because Buster Posey saw that it was devastating. Buster said, quote, he's got three pitches that are all elite. It's a definitely a luxury on my end to kind of pick and choose depending upon the game and the lineup that we have and the action that I'm seeing on his pitches to which one we want to lean on more. Sometimes it's going to be more of an even mix, and today we saw the changeup was used way more. He's got the ability to get guys out in a lot of different ways, and it's a recipe for success. Yeah. Now, if he has that changeup working again, that's going to be a great thing. But here's the thing. You say, well, maybe that's a one-off. He dominated the Dodgers more than that. 23 and a two-thirds, five earned. He's just got that extreme ground ball ability to an offense that's swinging up. (laughs) Who's not, really? But you look at the Turner brothers on the infield, and I know they're not brothers. And Trey Turner hit 50 points higher than Justin Turner. 50 points, you think, oh, Justin Turner sucks. No, he still hit 278. That's just how good Trey Turner was. But in the NLDS, those two together have hit 114. Four for 35. Those two together have one walk. And three of those four hits came last game. So the first three games, the Turners were one for 26. That's an 0-38. You could hit that. You close your eyes and 27 at-bats, you'll get a hit. So given that, you can almost say, how did L.A. even get to a game five. Well, you think about the Giants in game three, won one to nothing. So it's not like they were setting the world on fire offensively. <clears throat> but it's just Mookie Betts, man. He carries you. Now, Will Smith has been contributing as well. But Mookie Betts is just relentless right now. And Justin Turner in the postseason is a career 280 hitter. So you kind of think it's going to go down at some point, right? And it would be incorrect to say that the Giants don't have stars. I mean, Chris Bryant, former MVP. Brandon Crawford's going to get MVP votes this year. But the Giants won 107 regular season games because they got contributions from guys that outside of San Francisco you never heard of, like Lamont Wade and Steven Duggar and Austin Slater and Yaz and guys like that. But if you think about against left-handed pitchers, Two of the biggest weapons the Giants have had this year are Wilmer Flores, the guy who cried on the field when he thought the Mets were trading him, and he, they didn't, and Darren Ruff. <clears throat> and, you know, when Flores came over after a year with the, the D-backs, and Ruff was a star in Korea, and they both have been fantastic against left-handed pitching. They both have. Flores is a two eighty four hitter. Ruff is a two seventy five hitter. They both have 13 home runs against left-handed. That, that's big-time production. And Julio Urias, <clears throat> who won 20 games and already beat the Giants in game two, he's a lefty, and he is on the bump tonight. So then you look at Austin Slater, people might say, why is he playing? Austin Slater is hitting 290 against lefties the last two years. But here's the thing. 
Flores and Ruff, who crushed lefties all year in the NLDS when they played their combined 0 for 15, five punch outs. Ouch. The only run they've driven in was in game four when Ruff hit a little ground ball with the bases loaded. And that was a chance for them to get back in the game, and, and they didn't. So Flores and Ruff have seen Urias over the years. 34 combined plane appearances. And this is their second time in five days, so they're hoping there'll be a little bit of uh, priority there. But otherwise, I mean, Buster uh, has come through. Chris Bryant has come through. Uh, but they need guys like Urias, Flores, and Ruff to, to step up. <clears throat> because when you think about Ken Lee Jansen getting in, over the last two months, he's been automatic. 27 and two-thirds. Two earned, 0-8-7. He's pitched twice this postseason, the wild card game in game, game three. He's faced seven hitters. He's K'd six of them. Robert said, Kenley's been fantastic for us all year. Every player, position or pitcher, is going to have a couple of rough stretches. It happened to Kenley right after the break, but outside of that, he's been fantastic and probably more consistent than any closer in the big leagues. I don't want to imagine where we'd be without him. Well, it's that cutter that, it's a just ridiculous cutter that breaks so late. And I forgot who he was pitching to, but when I was watching the game against the last game against the Giants, he had one coming in just a little bit in at the last minute. It just broke up and in. And I was like, God, that's Phil. That's like Mariano Rivera type of cutter. But then again, where would the Giants be without Camilo Doval in game three getting a six out save? The Dodgers bullpen has been really good this year. Would Rogers use Jansen earlier in the game? I heard people discussing that uh, Sean Estes, the former all-star pitcher for the Giants, said that he wants to see Webb and Gosman and Doval, and that's it. No Tyler Rogers, nothing else. But uh, this game is the moment of truth, and there is no game six, and there's no ties, and there's no crying in baseball, although there might be, might need be. But the one thing that always burns me about Vegas is how much they're always right. They're just always right. And they had the Dodgers who had to go extras, or sorry, I should say to the bottom of the ninth tied in the wild card game against St. Louis. They had the Dodgers as clear favorites to win the World Series. (laughs) Clear favorites to win the whole thing. And so, you, if you're a Giants fan, you're just hoping, I hope Vegas is wrong for once. And listen, they're not infallible. Of course, they're wrong all the time. But you just wonder who's going to be who's going to be the hero, who's going to step up, who's going to be the Ricky Gervais. The guy from the office? Ricky Gervais was the guy in Super Bowl sixteen who, when Archie Griffin fumbled the kickoff, he jumped on it. That was the name. Spelled the same. He was a special teams player. I think he was a DB, backup DB. Ricky Gervais jumped on the ball. Who's going to be Jack Squirek? Matt Millen got mad <clears throat> in Super Bowl eighteen because Charlie Sumner, the defensive coordinator, took him out to put in Jack Squirek, a more agile outside linebacker. And Matt Millen went over and started yelling at him. And then he had the shortest pick six in the history of the Super Bowl when 
Joe Theismann threw a little out pass that Squirek picked off. What was it? 12 yards, 8 yards, something like that. And then Matt Mellon picked him up and said, you're a genius. I brought that up with Matt when I had the chance. But, yeah, it's the moment of truth. This is, this is why we watch sports right here. Everything you read on paper, it doesn't matter. These guys have to perform. All right, coming up next, we'll have the voice of the Oakland A's, Ken Korak, and we'll talk about the late, great Ray Fossey. Come on back on Sports Violent. now Angie and getting your to-do list done just got easier between back to school and with the holidays around the corner it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right browse reviews see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects save time for what matters most book your next project at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I.com If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. COVID is spiking again, and it's just not clear how to keep your family safe. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID, and the only way to reliably detect it is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. 
Tatum is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast-to-coast, syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our great pleasure to welcome to the show our friend Ken Korak, the voice of the uh, Oakland A's, and uh, who's making some time for us. This is a very difficult time because his good friend and colleague, uh, Ray Fossey, uh, passed away yesterday, who uh, we all knew, we all appreciated. And uh, Ken, when, uh, first of all, did you know that, that Ray w- was sick? Because most of us found out in August that he had been battling with cancer for more than a decade. No, in fact, Rick, he continued to work, as you know. I mean, we did a game with him the third or fourth of August, and then he left the booth at that point. And so, uh, you know, Ray's a pretty private guy, and I really respect that, Rick. So and then obviously the the uh, he put out a statement and the A's also put one out indicating that he had been battling cancer for that long. You know we knew that he had had uh, you know I believe he he had had a bout with prostate cancer about 16 years before that. So it, it matches up with the timeline, um, Rick. But I hadn't really talked to him about that after that mm-hmm. and. So I think the the suddenness of it, we knew he was, obviously, once the announcement was made that he was stepping away from the booth, uh, it was very clear that he was, um, you know, dealing with a significant medical issue. But I, we did not know the extent of it, and certainly the suddenness of it, I think, um, caught us all by surprise, for sure. There's no doubt. I mean, in my mind, I was kind of hoping almost naively assuming it would be sort of like what Dwayne Kuyper did, you know, step away, get chemo, whatever it is, come back. And because Ray, as you know, he was just strong as an ox, you know, you, I I didn't think of him in any other way. Absolutely. And I don't think he was going to give in to anything. And he was just, you know, Rick, he was a tough old catcher and that's the best way that I can describe him. And I think he just wanted to keep working and, um, so, you know, we're really not sure what happened in terms of the extent of, of his illness, other than to know that um, it was it was one, I guess it was it was one uh, opponent that he couldn't defeat. Yeah, and if you ever shook Ray's hand, uh, people out there, you'd see his fingers had been mangled from so many foul tips and such things. And he loved his catchers. And he, you know, I, I learned, I've learned a lot about pitching over the years from like listening to, to Mike Kruko, but no one taught me more about catching and framing and dealing with umpires. And, and, uh, he, he support, if you were a catcher, he had a little twinkle in his eye for you, didn't he? Oh yeah. I always kidded him that he was the president of the catcher's union or the <laughs> catcher's association, even long after he had retired. So he had a soft spot and it wasn't unusual before a game to see him down there talking not only to the A's catchers, but the opponent's catchers, too. So there was a brotherhood there for sure, but it also was, I think it made for great radio and for TV when he was on TV because he could really, as you know, Rick, he could take you inside the dynamic that existed between the pitcher and the catcher. 
Yeah, and and you know when I worked in for the A's, you know, doing TV games all through the '90s, and then finally, you know, being part of the the pre and post for part of nine seasons. I just I love the times just sitting in the dugout before a game and and just talking to Ray about whatever. But I would always learn something. You know, a lot of people would just talk about the weather or golf or whatever. He would always tell me something that was a little bit poignant, and and I think it's because. He just was always thinking baseball, you know. It's just once he was there, he just was almost like he was getting ready to play himself. Well, it wasn't just when he was there. He was thinking baseball, I think, 24 hours a day. And like I said, nobody loved the game any more than, than Ray. And he really worked hard on it, Rick. And that was one of the things that I've mentioned, in the, you know, in the time since we learned of his passing yesterday afternoon. And that is that he never rested on his laurels as a former player. He didn't show up and say, you know, I played, so I'm good, as far as the broadcasts were concerned. He really worked hard at it, and he worked hard to become a broadcaster, not just a former player. So uh, he was incredibly diligent. He'd go on the road, and you'd see this uh, giant briefcase that he would carry around, piece of luggage that contained um, notebooks, voluminous um, uh, you know, notebooks that had stats and figures, information, notes that he took, impressions that he made of certain games or situations, and he logged all that, and he could refer to that. So, um, you know, he was really studious when it came to things like that. Over the years when people would uh, call Ray a homer, I always said that he wasn't a homer, he just loved the team. And the way I would explain that was, if you really listen to Ray, yeah, yeah, he got excited, and he wanted the A's to win, and he loved the A's, but... If somebody should have caught a ball, he didn't rake him over the coals. He would say he should have had it or he shouldn't have tagged up on that or he overthrew the cutoff man. It, it, I, that's, I don't think he was a homer like Midwest style of being a homer. He just loved the team, but he would point out when guys did something incorrectly. Well, there's no question about that. And, and I think it also goes to what I just talked about with his preparation because he didn't just prepare for – our guys, he prepared for the other team. So if we were playing a game against, you know, name the team, um, he had good information about their starting pitcher and the way the A's would try to maybe approach uh, facing that pitcher. So he had a great depth of knowledge when it came not just to the A's, but to baseball in general. And I think that also I go back to, you know, when Ray broke in and working with Bill and Lon. And, you know, one of the things that Bill always said was you have to give the opposition its due. And Bill would bristle would he, when he would hear a, a call by another announcer that was that involved the team other than that announcer's team. And Bill always said, you, you know, you wanted to be enthusiastic no matter whether the, 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 the play was going for your team or the opponents. And I think some of that, because that was kind of the mantra uh, that, that I think, um, you know, Ray understood when he joined the broadcast team back in the 80s. A couple more questions for Ken Korak, voice of the Oakland A's. Those days with Bill and Lon, and then you and Bill, and then you and Vince, maybe a non-TV day, whatever it was, I would sometimes, you know, you'd, you'd see Ray sitting in between you guys, and, and we know that press box is a tight squeeze. Uh, you know, the, the friendship that you guys had over the years, and I'm going to try to indulge us, do you, do you have a story or two about Ray that you could share with us? Well, I don't know necessarily a, a story other than to say that he was always incredibly supportive of me. Mm-hmm. And from the time when I joined the broadcast in 96 and replacing Lon, who was one of my heroes, and yet, 
you know, Ray never treated me like an outsider. He never big leagued me. Mm-hmm. He welcomed me into the booth, even though he and Lon were extremely close, were great friends. And so, you know, how do you put a value on that? Uh, it, it, you know, it, it really helps with your fan base, and it, it kind of boosts you from the standpoint that maybe it adds a little kind of credibility to or acceptance to what you're doing. And you know, the other thing was that we shared so many big moments, Rick, and that's one of the things that I was reflecting on yesterday. Uh, you think of, and, and he, you know, he probably at least 75% of his time was spent doing television, mm-hmm. although we were lucky enough to get him on radio quite a bit over the last 26 years. But obviously the networks take over once the postseason begins. Mm-hmm. And so Ray was with us all the time. And you think of the A's going to 11 postseasons beginning in 2000. He was there for every game, 20-game winning streak. He and Bill literally did the 20th game on radio. So we shared a lot, and it was just really special. It was almost like playing in a band when you work with Ray, and I'm sure Vince would concur and Bill would if he were still with us, that just had a kind of a feel for where he was. And I loved having that feeling. I didn't have to think about whether Ray was going to come in. And, you know, after several years, you kind of develop that that sense of, of chemistry, I guess. So I, I kind of felt it was there from the beginning. So uh, those were really special moments to share with Ray over the years. Yeah, no, you're right. You guys had a tremendous chemistry. And, and uh, uh, as far as being accepting, you know, he he was so generous to me. And, and he knew that when I was a kid, I, you know, I was an Ace fan and I looked up to him and we would talk about the old times. And I was just thinking about, you know, just his generosity. There'd be so many times I would be on the field and then I would be trying to get a, a you know, a pregame guest for the next day. And, and there was Ray and, and I'd go, Ray, you got, you got five or 10 minutes. And he always said, yeah, you know, he just, yeah. I almost took him for granted a little bit. Yeah. And you mentioned that interviews and it's something that I haven't really talked about, um, you know, since yesterday was that for years, I mean, decades, he did the A's pregame show. And A's warm-up was his show. So if it was like a 105 game at 1245, Ray came on, and he did a two-part interview every day, all season long, 162 games. And he kept every interview that he did. Hmm. And I think over the years, they've, he's gotten them into, like, he's transferred them into more of a digital form. And, God, I hope that, and I'm sure that his wife, Carol, and the kids and grandkids will keep those because, that kind of stuff belongs in a baseball museum. Literally, I mean, literally hundreds of interviews, thousands of hours of interviews that he did. And I'm not sure you saw a lot of ex-players go down and do that and put in that time. And it didn't matter whether it was an ace player or the, the opponent's player. And it was incredibly insightful, Rick. I used to tell him after that, you know, I learned so much. Kind of goes to what you were saying about learning something from him. He was a wonderful interviewer, and he learned that skill, and that was something that was a special thing that I thought that he really brought to our broadcast on a daily basis. No doubt about it. Last question for you, Ken. As you know, baseball is a sport where if it's 14-2 to in the third inning, you're going to have to spin some yarns, and I thought he was so good at that, whether it was Chef Rodney or whatever was going on, you know, uh, dealing with the, the right field bleacher guys. He just, he was very playful as well. Because you look at him, you think he's a serious baseball guy, but he has just such a great personality that uh, in those games, in those moments, he was able to really carry that broadcast too. And just think of the history that he had that we could tap into. Mm-hmm. And 
he linked the generations because people have been around here a long time, like you have and I have. I moved here in 79, but as you know, there are people that went to the first game the A's ever played in 68, and those championship clubs from 72, 3, and 4 left such an indelible mark on the Bay Area and the, the East Bay fan base that, yeah, if you're looking to kill some time, what was it like catching Vita Blue? Mm. We, we could spend forever talking about Catfish Hunter or those great um, ALCS games or the World Series or his home run off Don Sutton in the World Series in 74. So the fact that he could kind of link the generations that way and bring that historical perspective, um, I think was something that we're, you know, we can't get that back. We're going to miss it. It's a huge void, and we're all going to feel it more when baseball starts up again. We've been speaking with Ken Korak, voice of the A's, longtime colleague and good friend of Ray Fossey. Ken, this is so fresh. We really appreciate you taking the time to share the, uh, these insights with us. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the, the memories. All right, great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. 
Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. I saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. All right. uh, Once again, thanks to Ken Korak for uh, coming on and talking about Ray Fossey. That was uh, really nice of him to do that. A couple of baseball notes before we go, and they're both a bit jarring. One is that Dave Roberts is going to start reliever Corey Knable and not Julio Arias. Now, this is obviously because I was just talking about Darren Ruff and Wilmer Flores and Austin Slater, all these guys who are ready to face the lefty Urias. Well, now they're going to have to go through the first part of the order against Knable, unless Gabe Kapler wants to put out his lefty lineup and then burn through it, and then change the whole thing when Arias comes in. This is a really big chess move. This is like taking your queen and putting her eight spots in front of your front line. (laughs) So it's interesting. The other thing that's even more jarring is Jeff Passan of ESPN is uh, reporting that Mike Schilt has been fired by the St. Louis Cardinals. Mike Schilt has been, they just won 17 games in a row and uh, stormed their way to the wild card. That ain't good enough at New Bush. They've gone to the playoffs three years in a row, but they haven't done anything in those three years. And therein lies a team like St. Louis, like the New York Yankees, like the Boston Red Sox. You have to win and not just during the regular season. Mike Schilt would be getting a parade in Oakland right now, and I'm not kidding. He would have a statue at Lake Merritt for winning 17 games. They'd make a movie about him starring Tom Cruise. (laughs) But he's been fired. Wow. All right, uh, Game 5 is going to be great. I'll watch most of it, and then I'm going to the Dead Kennedys. Other than that, we'll talk about it tomorrow, 9 a.m. pack time. We'll see you then.
I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.